T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. I'm going to, this is a self-help session. Self-help. I don't know who to vote for. I don't know who half these people are. I really don't. Do you? <coughs> Excuse me. I just don't. Tomorrow's election. I kind of understand why only a third of the people are going to show up. There's no one's. I don't know who the hell anyone is. And I got to ask, this is a self-help session. And I wanted to grab the best of the best. Like one of my neighbors is running for um, school board in Mount Lebo. I love him, Chris Lust. But I, I don't know the other candidates. They have this big board and several candidates. Man, it, it's confusing as hell. So Chris Lust, Leslie Long, Peter Darcy, Kimberly Lacknamaro, they're all on, and Pat King, Special election. They're all on the same board. How am I going to remember all that? I mean, I'm not trying to be stupid. I don't know these Supreme Court justices. And and this slate of judges. How the hell are you supposed to know who to vote for? And, and man, this is important stuff and no one's going to turn out. The best we can do is the best we can do, but we've got to do a little research. I had to grab my good friend, uh, my man John Delano, J.D., He's very smart about this and very practical, and I think we have to find a reasonable way to do a modicum of research before we just go in there and pull levers because it's a nice Italian name or a nice Irish name or a nice Polish name, which is what happens a lot. Or you pull straight ticket. J.D., good morning. Hey, good morning, Marty. Always good to be with you and your listeners. J.D., you you got to admit, man, you're so smart about this, and you're what I call a true insider but, my man, it is confusing as hell, isn't it? Oh, it is. There's no doubt about it. I mean, people are going to go into the voting booth and see just dozens of names, particularly in Allegheny County, where we have 10 openings on the Court of Common Pleas. And you're absolutely right. Most people are not going to have a clue who most of these folks are. They're going to recognize some names. You know, some names are politicians who have been around the scene for a long time. Uh, but the vast majority are not known. And this is true even in some of the local races, although depending on your community, and you cite Mount Lebanon, where the school board race has been somewhat heated, those who care about that particular office are going to know some of the people running. But I do believe in every municipality and every school district and throughout the state of Pennsylvania, the vast majority of people who vote in these off-year elections 
are not totally familiar with people with the candidates, so they vote party. They they do as you just said. I mean, there are all kinds of ways people vote. They vote by gender. They vote if they can tell. True, they man. vote by ethnicity. It's true. They often vote by geography. Oh yeah, he's from my part of the state, or he's yeah. from my neighborhood. You know, like you said with your neighbor. I mean, people have ways of voting that may bear no relationship to the quality of the candidate. And yet, that's what we do all the time. The vast majority of folks are not going to vote, frankly, in this election tomorrow. Hey, J.D., my boy Frank, and he's right. He says, vote highly recommended judges. Where do you even find that? Well, the, uh, he's referring to the fact that judges are rated by the bar associations. So you have the Pennsylvania Bar Association rating judges. They don't do it on the basis of party. They do it basically through an interview process. And so both Republicans and Democrats get rated highly recommended or just recommended or not recommended at all. County bar associations like the Allegheny County Bar Association does that with the local judges. And you just go to their websites. You go to the Pennsylvania Bar Association and you can find out who they recommend. You go to the Allegheny County Bar Association and you'll find out who they recommend. Now, I will say that People will say, you know, lawyers judging other lawyers, is that really the best way to make a judgment? You know, you know, so people, people can find criticism with all kinds of ratings, but that's certainly one way to find out who's rated which way by, the, by their fellow lawyers in the bar. J.D., I, I get tired of lecturing people about this because they don't listen, obviously. But Fitz said this, and I know you confirm this, it'll be lower than 30% tomorrow because they don't give a damn, and then they'll complain and scream because their school board just raised their taxes, because they have a lot of power, right? Well, I always say, and I've been saying this consistently, that the elections that involve officials who raise your taxes the most are in these off-year elections, like this one, 2021. These are your school board members, and boy, they've raised taxes through the wazoo. Most of your property taxes come from school districts, not from the county. Allegheny County hasn't raised taxes in decades. So, you know, the people who you really, if you really care about this stuff, you want to go out and vote for your municipal and, and school officials, and that's what tomorrow's all about. And then I would also add that with the growing influence of our court system, particularly statewide, when it comes to political issues and, and things that are not so political, well, things that have become political, like mask mandates True. and executive orders and vaccines and the shape of our congressional districts and the, the, uh, the, the use of uh, certain kinds of voting techniques. Those decisions are made by the judges that you vote for tomorrow on Man. Tuesday. Man. And so if you care one way or the other, you want to make sure you're out there voting. But, but again, J.D., I'm not trying to call people stupid. I don't know about most of these judges. I know you yep. do. I mean, what's the best way to even know, man? Well, again, uh, there are other websites. Um, the League of Women Voters will give you That's bios true. True. of these individuals. You just go to the, uh, the uh, League of Women Voters of Greater Pittsburgh. Their website is, uh, is very good. Um, there are organizations. You may be a member of a particular organization, and they may have rated the candidate. So, you know, whether you're pro-choice or pro-life or pro-gun or pro-gun safety or, I mean, you have to kind of take a little effort at this. You, it's not just going to come down to you from on high. You have to make a little a bit of effort to find out the things that you identify with. You know, who do they support? You know, that's about the only thing you can do because, Frankly, it's very, very difficult. You're never going to meet 
all these people who are running for office, and particularly during COVID time. And you, and you, the the other thing I'm going to warn people about is don't believe all the advertising. Yeah. <laughs> I think we, you and I, have talked about this in the past. You're allowed to lie on television and radio when you're in the midst of a campaign. There is no uh, truth rule when it comes to candidates. And so particularly when they say negative things about people, there's just no uh, television and radio have no obligation. In fact, they're not allowed under the Federal Communications Commission. They're not allowed to strike an ad because it's untruthful. They have to let it run. J.D., you could actually, and I'm exaggerating to make a point, you could actually accuse someone of being a murderer in a spot. Yeah, yeah, you could. The one thing you can't do is, I mean, you can't show images that, offend community standards and and there you you know if you started to show you know dead bodies piling up somewhere you know then they would step in and they would prevent that ad but in terms of the of what you say yeah you can say anything you want jd can you hang around for a few minutes of course i I need i need him look this is a voter's guide he's the best resource i have he's very calm about this he's very professional he's very intelligent about it and honestly man I'm, i'm a dummy just like anyone else i know some of the judges but that's personal stuff. I know someone running for magistrate who should not be a magistrate, but I'm not going to give her any publicity because it might get people to vote for her. But I think you have to do a little homework, just a little. And I think you have to vote or, or don't complain about it later. It's Marty Griffin. Tomorrow's election day, 20 to 30 percent turnout. It's embarrassing and shameful. I don't judge, man. That's your decision to stay home. But don't don't complain when the school board raised your taxes or you hate some judge you're standing in front of. I am not uh, making a personal comment about Chelsea Wagner here, but my boy Frank nails it. He says the only time Chelsea Wagner was in court was as a defendant, yet she's going to get the most votes. She's running for judge. And I'm not asking J.D. to make a personal comment, but he raised the point earlier. J.D., sometimes it becomes a popularity contest, does it not, sir? Oh, no question about that, Marty. I mean, the fact is that people go in, they look at names, and they see names that they recognize, and uh, they think it's better to vote for someone they know than someone they don't know. And, <laughs> you know, it's, it's hard to say, you know, when you, you're, it's like a lottery if you're voting for people you don't know. So uh, it's, a, it's a difficult challenge for everybody. And uh, just because somebody is well-known doesn't mean they're well-qualified. And we know that with respect to all candidates, yes, whether sir. it's president of the United States or uh, running for school board. And by the way, again, not a personal attack on Chelsea. She was not no. recommended here. Hey, J.D., uh, obviously a tragedy, man. A really cool guy. Joe Wise died, as yeah. we all know. It's public record. Uh, his son was interviewed. His, his father died from covid um, young guy, man, this, this stuff kills me, brother. 56 years old. Right. J.D., without getting into the minutia of the COVID and that sort of thing, because that's a different topic, what happens? He's still on the ballot. What happens? Yeah, yeah Joe Wise is on. I knew his dad, Jack Wise, who uh, actually worked with me many, many years ago in another life. Um, and it is a tragedy, and, and you can only express sympathy to to uh, the family. It's It's just... Um, but the bottom line in terms of the election is yes. that, that uh, um, Joe Zame is on the ballot. He is a Republican candidate for county council. His Democrat is uh, Ross Township Commissioner Jack Budkowski, who's also on the ballot. And uh, the incumbent, 
uh, Republican Tom Baker is stepping down, so he's retiring. He remains as the county councilman until the end of the year, and then whoever the voters elect becomes the new council member. If they elect Joe Wise, who's now deceased, then county council has a process for selecting a replacement. And generally the way it has worked is that it, it will be a person of the party that has uh, that is stepping down their caucus picks. So, oh. so if Joe Wise, if Joe Wise were to win on Tuesday, even though he's deceased, the, his Republican, what would be the, his Republican colleagues on county council, would choose a replacement uh, to serve in his stead. If the Democrat, if Jack Bedkowski, uh from Ross Township wins, then there obviously he he gets sworn in in January, he becomes the county council member. So there's a pretty straightforward process that's been set out by by county council. Um, but um, it is true that, and this has happened before in other races around the country where yes. a sadly a deceased person is still on the ballot. There's no way to remove someone from the ballot or replace them with somebody when its election is 48 hours away. Um, hey, J.D., help me with something stupid, I, I think. I know my neighbor, he's running for um, school board. He's really cool, fantastically successful. Chris Lust, fine. Mm -hmm. But I don't know the other people. And I see these big billboards all over Mount Lebanon in people's yards with several names on them. Why do they do that? Why do they put five names? Well, they're running as a team. I mean, that's that's part of what they're doing. And in this case... uh uh, this candidate is running as part of the Republican team. There's a Democratic team as well. You'll see four or five Democratic names on other lawn signs in Mount Lebanon. Your neighbor is a Republican. Right. And, you know, they're, they're just wanting you to elect all the whole slate. And there's a reason for that. And, I'll, and Mount Lebanon's a classic example. There are five school seats, school board seats that are up for grabs. There are nine members of the school board. If all five of one party wins, then that political party, that team will control nice. the school board. Nice. If they don't all five win and only some of them win, well, then they may be the minority in a school board that's controlled by the other party. So um, they want their team to win because they want control. But, but, <laughs> and, and J.D., bottom line. J.D., by the way, for folks who are going to, ah, I'm too tired, I'm not going to vote. This is a big deal, brother. Big deal. Well, like, you know, as we said earlier, it, all your taxes, your municipal taxes and your, your school district taxes, and they are basically property taxes. And you know, you and I, we all complain about our <laughs> property taxes, right? Yes, sir. I mean, there's probably not a caller or somebody listening right now who hasn't gotten upset over property taxes. It's not the state reps that are raising no. them. You know, it's not the congressman who's raising your property taxes. It's not the president who's raising your property taxes. It's the folks you elect tomorrow, Tuesday, mm. November 2nd. So if you care about your taxes, your local taxes, that's the election to vote in. And yet, as you point out, 70 to 80 percent of Pennsylvanians will not bother to vote tomorrow. J.D., I'm over, but I need you to answer for me. Will anything be different at the polling place, COVID kind of stuff, anything different? No, not really. Okay. I mean, I think uh, it, it's going to be safe. Everyone's going to be safe. There'll be more people voting in person. I think than ever yes. uh, since COVID, and uh, that's a good thing. I yeah. think we're we're slowly getting back to normal. My, my wife uh, mail voted mail, and how about you? 
I actually voted mail-in because okay. I had signed up for it in the spring. And so you got it automatically in the fall. Next year, it will be different. My wife says that uh, Chris Lust and his team would say they are not running as Republicans. The school board is not partisan. You agree with that? <laughs> They're running as a party label. And the uh, fact is that in, you can cross-file, but they were nominated as Republicans just as the Democrats were nominated as Democrats. And no, party plays an important part in how they get onto the board. What we hope, and all of us hope, is that once elected to the school board, they put politics aside and do what's best for our kids and our families. I like that little J.D. chuckle. I like that, J.D. You're my man. Thanks, brother. <laughs> Thanks, Marty. Always fun to be with you. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode and catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.